Welcome to the Berkey Web Today podcast, part of the Eero Podcast Network. Podcasts that inform by focusing on the news and the people behind the news. My name is Edward Eero, and I am your host for Episode 5. With me today are fellow Berkey buddies Tim Burke and Mike Tarnow. Berkey Web Today provides coverage before, during, and after the American Berkey Binder Ski Race in northern Wisconsin. The podcast is a new feature of Berkey Web, where Berkey buddies explore news and information about the race, which includes in-depth interviews with the people behind the news. Berkey Web Today podcast can be found at the Berkey Web website at www.berkeyweb.com. They are also indexed at the Eero Podcast Network at epn.eero.com and now also on iTunes. We welcome your feedback, so please write to webmaster at berkeyweb.com and send in your comments or suggestions. Today we are going to talk about weather and wax. Before we talk about our favorite topics during Berkey Week, here are some recent news about the Berkey. We are broadcasting from our cabin on beautiful Lake Namakagan outside of Cable, Wisconsin. It is Friday, February 20th, so that means there is only one day to the race. Registration is $120 and ends today. Remember, there is no on-site registration on the day of the race, tomorrow, Saturday, February 21st. Please respect Berkey Trail closings. Be sure to pay attention as the crew is in their final preparation for the race. At 10 a.m. today, the power line will be closed, and at noon, the entire trail system will be closed. You can still ski on the Telemark trails, and they are open to all skiers for free. Bib pickup for the American Berkebinder, Cordelopet, and Prince Hakon races is from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. today. There is a bib pickup only at Telemark Resort in the Red Arrow Room on Saturday morning from 6.30 a.m. until 9 o'clock a.m. for the Berkey and Cordy. Be sure to bring your photo ID. I was a bit bummed yesterday when I picked up my bib that the number of races I completed, which is 21, was listed as 20 on my card and then 23 on my bib. I was able to get the bib fixed, but officials at the bib pickup did not have a way to correctly put the number of races I completed in the computer, so I have to contact them after the race. I spoke to a couple of others that had the same issue. Interesting, because I have not had this type of issue in the past 21 races, and I hope this is not an indication for others. The 2009 Elite Sprint results uh, were held yesterday. Uh, with the men, first place was Kevin Hochtel from Team Rosignol, second place Colin Rogers with the Fisher Craft Team, third place Michael Sinnott with the Saab Solomon Factory Team, and fourth place Zach Simmons with Team Rosignol. On the women's side, first place went to Rebecca DeSalt with the Saab Solomon Factory Team, second place Heather Zimmerman with the CXC Elite Team, third place Nicole DeYoung with the Fisher Craft Team, and fourth place JoJo Winners with the CXC Elite Team. Remember, at the Berkey.com website, to please sign up for the Carpe Skium newsletter, where up-to-date information is sent direct to you via email. 
The Berkey.com website has lots of information and is updated constantly. The Berkebiner Race does a terrific job with this wonderful source of information. Finally, please follow the Berkey Web Podcast on both Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, there is both a Berkey Web group and a Berkey Web Today page. The Twitter news and information feed is incorporated into both the Facebook page and at our internet site at berkeyweb.com. Also on our website, I post up photographs each day, so please stop by. Photographs yesterday include many of the booths at Telemark Lodge, which opened yesterday. Today we are going to talk weather and wax. These are our favorite topics for Berkey Week, and it seems the only thing consistent is that everything changes every day. This year, interestingly enough, once it turned cold on Tuesday night, it looks to be mid-teens with a track of old and new snow. Wednesday, I skied from the north trailhead to double O, and Mike and Tim from double O to just past the 16K marker where I met them. The trail was not groomed, but the new snow was very light, so the skiing was fast with hard pack underneath. Wednesday is usually my favorite day, as, as it is nice to have the whole trail to yourself and enjoy the serenity. The temperature was 15 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, minus 9 centigrade, on Wednesday, with a fairly strong wind coming from the northeast, so it was nice as the wind was at my back most of the way. Yesterday, we skied Classic out the new Berkey Classic Trail from the North Trailhead for a few Ks. The trail is beautiful and very different than the regular Berkey Trail. It is much narrower, uh, with hills not as steep. The Berkey Classic Trail is longer, so the total race for Classic skiers is 54K and not the 51K for freestyle. Mike uses Swix wax and Tim uses Toco, so today we are going to have each talk about the wax that both companies recommend and how they are personally waxing their skis. Before we get to the wax, here is the latest weather report from Weather Underground, which is linked at our BerkeyWeb.com website. Today, Friday, February 20th, it looks like light snow showers tonight with a high of 20 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 7 centigrade, and a low of 7 degrees Fahrenheit, 14 degrees minus 14 degrees centigrade. On race day, the forecast is now is now that we will have a high of 18 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 8 centigrade, with a low of minus 1 Fahrenheit and minus 18 degrees centigrade, with a light snow showers. At certain times during the race, the projection is as follows for race day. At 6 a.m., it'll be 7 degrees Fahrenheit or minus 14 centigrade. 9 a.m., 9 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 13 centigrade. At noon, about 14 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 10 degrees centigrade. And at 3 p.m., 18 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 8 centigrade, which would be the predicted high for the day. And then at 6 p.m., 13 degrees Fahrenheit, minus 11 degrees centigrade. Mike, uh, tell us about the official Swix wax recommendation for race day. The official Swix wet racks recommendation is take all your money down to New Moon and give it to them. As usual, it's all high fluoros for speed at any cost. Uh, they're calling for two coats of BDHF6 or the new uh, HF product 
the uh, 6BW. Uh, that's finished with the steel brush first uh, for each layer and uh, completely scraped and brushed and finished off with the cold powder seraph. Or if you don't have that, you could use the newer turbo uh, version of the uh, rub-on. Thanks, Mike. Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, I know you're using the, the Toco Wax, um, what the, their recommendation for race day is. Thanks, Ed. <clears throat> the um, Toco recommendations are slightly simpler in that they uh, don't call for quite as many layers, um, uh, although they do require uh, a mixing since they're um, uh, hard uh, their um, solid wax that you drip on and iron in uh, is uh, has only three uh, colors or types. Um, what they are calling for is to use a one-to-one -one mixture of the dye block low fluoro uh, molybdenum or molly uh, <clears throat> with the uh, uh, dye block low fluoro blue, uh, and that needs to be ironed in and mixed well, and then. Uh, after scraping, uh, they um, call for a copper brush, uh, followed by a horsehair brush out. Uh, and then the next layer that they call for is the uh, dye block high fluoro blue by itself. Again, scraped and brushed. Uh, and then um, uh, currently the um, Toko's pure fluoro line has gone into a, uh, a three-color uh, scheme and uh, since it, the, we will be seeing cold snow and cold temperatures uh, they are calling for their blue um, pure floral product which they call Jetstream uh, and that they recommend uh, to be crayoned on and then uh, rather than ironing uh, they uh, recommend a rotocork uh, kind of a thing where you uh, attach uh, something to like a power drill, uh, a cork, and just uh, uh, do this uh, rotational corking along the the ski, and then um, and then brushing that out again with the horsehair. You know, I tried using that roto cork on my skis, and it kept bouncing off the you know the corks that you get. They're kind of square. And when you put them on the drill, they bounce back and forth. I, I and really, get, I really didn't have any luck with that at all. Did you get ridges? No, it, it just it, it bounced. Uh, it, it it I I I can cork. You know, I've done that for years with my kick wax, mm -hmm. but I've never done that with a drill. Are Are you guys doing anything different from the official recommendations for skate skiing? There's always variations. Uh, you know, you never have quite the brush that they call for or exactly the wax unless you're going out and buying fresh every year because it changes so quickly. And you always have wax left over from the year before that you haven't used up. So the important thing is to recognize that the trail is going to be uh, mostly hard, older snow, fairly abrasive, and you're going to want to use... Uh, not your coldest wax, but a fairly cold wax. And you're going to want to put on multi-layers because of the length of the race. Tim? 
Yeah, it's the same deal on the Toco side. You know, I have um, a couple of different cakes of their solid uh, fluoro that I paid good money for, uh, but haven't used up yet. So uh, I, I'm not, um, you know, really in Toco's pocket. And I don't have, uh, you, know, you know, free wax available to me. So I'm going to use what I have. Uh, you know, I heard some wax sage say at one time that fluoro is fluoro, uh, and all the rest is just hype and marketing. Do you guys have any recommendations um, for those, um, even with the waxes that you've accumulated over the years and now with the newer ones, are there other waxes that people can use maybe to simplify this, uh, you know, those that aren't right in the top waves or getting, trying to get the, the top times? With Swix and Toco being our sponsors, no, there's, there's no other waxes. <laughs> They're not our sponsors. We don't have any sponsors. I would say if you um, if you had some start green lying around, I think I saw some in your wax kit, Ed. Uh, the, um, that would probably be a reasonable choice um, uh, for Saturday. And we've also talked to a lot of people who are ha very happy with the newer fast wax products, and uh, they're all good products now. I know we're not uh, classic skiing, but I know... Um, both of you do classic ski. Any uh, recommendations for those skiing classic, which now makes up about one-third of the Berkey skiers? Again, it's going to be a, a layering system. The uh, glide waxes will be the same as for skaters, and the kick waxes, if there's new snow, will be hard waxes and, and clister if it uh, doesn't snow uh, tomorrow. The uh, it still is a multi-layer system because of the length of the race. You want to have a, a good roughed-up kick zone, something that you've roughed up with a little bit of sandpaper, uh, a base binder, and perhaps a clister binder, uh, and uh, multi-layers of either your clister or your hard wax. Tim, anything? Well, it... <clears throat> When you're doing grip waxing, it's it's important to have the corking uh, get a very smooth finish to it. You don't want any clumps or gobs or uh, anything like that because those will ice up and um, and create problems. Um, so that you want uh, uh, the the way to do uh, hard wax is multiple thin layers. And are you able to use that roto cork for that, or does that bounce around again? It's all over the place, yeah. Well, thanks, guys. That's that's real helpful. And of course, I'll give you my wax tips. I um, uh, live in Kansas, so I don't get to do a lot of snow time. My snow time's up here, so I do whatever these guys tell me to do. So I'll be uh, waxed uh, with uh, Swix also. So uh, thanks for joining us today. We are deep into race preparation, as we sure you are too. So you will not hear from us again until after the race sometime. On Sunday morning, we will be attending the Birch Leggings Awards Breakfast in Hayward. We appreciate you downloading Episode 5 of Berkey Web today, and I do hope that you will subscribe to our podcast so that you will not miss future episodes. If this is the first episode you have listened to, our past episodes are available on the BerkeyWeb.com website. We also have lots of interesting news and interviews that we have planned before, during, and after the Berkey, so please come back. Also, please leave your feedback by writing to webmaster at berkeyweb.com. Take care and think fast skis.